Presented by the Murray Convention and Visitors Bureau, it's time for Meet Us on Main, the podcast inviting you into the living room of Murray, Kentucky, sharing what we have going on in our great community. Welcome back to Meet Us on Main. We have a really interesting podcast for you this morning. It's actually going to be an interview that we did with our intern, Echo, and another student, Simon, who are currently students at Murray State University in the JMC department. They're learning about public relations and podcasting. So they were asked as an assignment to interview us, record it, and turn it in as an assignment for class. We talked about some really interesting things, so we thought, let's just put it out there to our listeners. Hope you enjoy. Today, we're going to be talking to Kayla and Aaron. We're going to talk a little from the tra- the Visitors Bureau here in Murray. We're going to talk a little bit about the traveling industry uh, and all that Murray has to offer. Echo? So, first off, we're just going to start with some background information, kind of give a little intro and get to know Kayla and Aaron a little bit better. So, starting off with... Well, hi, guys. <laughs> yeah. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. We are starting this first thing in the morning. Starting it fresh. Starting it fresh. Kayla, you go first. You talk about you. Oh, good. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful. Ooh, 26. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. It feels like I was just in your shoes just yesterday, (laughs) to be honest, which is kind of crazy. I act like I'm so old, which I'm just 26. No, I'm old. 26 is not. I'm the old one. Okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, where should I start? Um, I moved to Paducah, Kentucky when I was um, eight years old. Are you really taking it back? Well, I mean, I thought we were giving it back. That's fine. Okay. Keep going. It's great. It's great. Went to high school at a small Catholic school in Paducah. (laughs) And then um, I graduated in 2014 and came to Murray State. Uh, I entered the PR. Uh, department after realizing that I didn't want to be a nurse anymore. (laughs) I just cannot, (laughs) cannot picture you as a nurse. Like this is your jam. I just can't picture you anywhere else. And that didn't happen. So it's important to have a backup plan. Um, Anyway, so switched my major when I was a freshman and thank God I did because I loved the JMC department and loved just majoring in PR and then I minored in advertising. Graduated in 2018 and then worked here ever since. I was an intern uh, spring semester of my sophomore year. Well, longer than just the spring semester. You were an intern. You were like an intern for two years. I was. Yeah. Spring semester of my sophomore year, I started as an intern. Yeah, and you stayed all the way through. You know, opened the pathway to the tourism industry for me. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, it's my turn. I guess you can take it all the way back if you really want to. (laughs) I'm just going to say, I was born in, well, I wasn't born in Paducah. I was raised in Paducah. Um, I didn't go to the small Catholic school in Paducah. I went to Lone Oak. (laughs) Nice. I went to Lone Oak. She didn't Um, have to wear the uniform. I didn't have to wear the uniform. So, um, how I started, let's see, I did my undergrad at the University of Kentucky in what they, their PR degree, which is called Integrated Strategic Communication. It's a little different. It's a journalism-based degree. It's kind of a mouthful. It is a little bit. That's why I just say PR degree. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. So when I was graduating... I was looking, my mom actually found in the paper an advertisement for what is currently Kayla's position. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started off at the CVB. I interviewed, like, and I was a December graduate. I interviewed, I literally drove back to Murray or drove back to Lexington that same day because I had finals the next week mm-hmm. and I was going to graduate. So I landed the job, moved here. 
um, I told the board, I was like, I'm only going to be here for two years. <laughs> right. And how did that work out? Yeah, I'm on year, I'm, I'm on year 14. <laughs> I'm go. on year 14. So I was like, I'm only going to be here two years until I get my master's. And I'm gone. Uh-huh. You know, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm a wildcat fan. I am not a racer. <laughs> It's just funny. Uh, it's so comical. Um, to say, Murray has a way of like getting into grabbing your soul you and then it doesn't let it go. Uh, so I did my master's and I just kind of kept staying. I just stayed. And so then I became director, been the director for 12 years almost. So uh, that's kind of where I started. That's where. I, oh, I kind of forgot the tourism part. In my undergrad, uh, my sophomore year, I wanted to come home for the summer, but I needed a job. And so through various of my mom's friends, I got a random call. I didn't know what a convention and visitors bureau was. Didn't know. Um, and so this woman called me and said, hey, you know, she was friends with my mom's friend, blah, blah, blah. I hear you're looking for an internship. I have one. OK, please remember, this was the early 2000s. And it offered $10 an hour. That's a lot of money in the early 2000s. That is $10 an hour. That is $10 an hour. And I was like, I know. I was like, sign me up. And (laughs) meanwhile, um, I'm over at Panera working like $7.50. (laughs) And that's like five years ago. That was like five years ago. (laughs) I mean, I thought I had made it like big time. And Mm -hmm. so I worked all summer long. And boy, I learned really quickly what a tourism office was. And just like you said, it kind of gets into you. It kind of gets into your soul. Yeah. And so, um, but anyway, I I see like. Yeah. Yeah. You're our intern. I definitely, I've been drawn in now. Yeah, I know. You, we kind of sucked you in in the same way. Yes. Um, we did. So I definitely think it's interesting. I don't know what I would consider the most important part of the tourism industry is, but I'll tell you what my favorite part is. <clears throat> my favorite part is what at a big CVB we would call visitor services. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part. My favorite part is the people that come in and talking to them, figuring out what they want because every visitor is different and they want something different to eat, to do. Everyone, we have to have a conversation with them and tailor what they need, the information we give them. And I think Mm -hmm. that's probably Mm -hmm. easily my favorite part. Well, and the cool thing about it too is the more that you are in the tourism industry and the more that you talk to the visitors that come to your area, the more you can kind of pick up on what they're going to like just based on like how they carry themselves oh yeah and so i mean sometimes you'll see somebody and you're like yes we will recommend the keg to you right or jasmine or jasmine or dumplings because they're here for lunch or they're a ladies group and they just Mm -hmm. want a really cool place to just we had people (laughs) last friday it was a woman and her mom and they're like we heard about dumplings and i was like oh Oh, get, yeah. get yes. cake. Oh, yeah. You should, you should go. <laughs> cake you and rolls. Should go. Yes. Right. So that sort of thing happened. And that's probably my favorite part is the visitor services side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to be very, very versatile. You do. And yep. it is, it's, yeah. it's a skill that you learn. Yes. Um, that's what I started sure. off in my internship was I sat at the front desk, much like Kayla and yourself, Echo. <laughs> yes. Um, and so that's where I learned. That's the first skill that I learned. Baptism 5-5. Yes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so for no, for somebody that's never heard of a visitor's bureau or anything of the sort before, okay. do you guys mind summarizing just a little bit sure. about what you do to somebody who's never even heard of that or doesn't even know what's tool offered here yeah well we like to tell people that we're like a pr agency of murray because we are focused on how murray looks to outsiders because if you don't look good then nobody's going to come and visit you Mm -hmm. so it makes sense we share the story 
We yep. share the story of what is Murray. Yep. Two outsiders. Yes. And so our main focus is to essentially hook our visitors and get them to read more about us, research us, and then, you know, eventually get them to Murray to stay in our hotels, to eat in our restaurants, to shop in our boutiques. Mm-hmm. That's what our main focus is if you really want to break it down like that. I think the biggest, especially right now, I've seen a lot of trends come and go over the years. The biggest trend that has stuck around, and I think it's going to continue to stick around, is any visitor, whether you're in a big city or a small, you want the local experience. Absolutely. You want to eat where the locals eat. You want to do what the locals do. Mm-hmm. And you, you can don't use want that no. cookie cutter store. You do not. And so that example can be started if you even look at Nashville versus us. Mm-hmm. It's the same type experience the visitors wanting so it doesn't matter your size right well and I also think that you have two different types of visitors you have the people who want the big city they want to experience that and then you have the people who want like the small weekend getaways we are a weekend getaway destination we are not the place that people are going to spend an entire week no right. and but and there's nothing wrong with that no we, we know get the people place. right we get the people that want local cuisine mm-hmm. the people that want no traffic mm-hmm. we don't have traffic exactly. here true. they want a small town vibe and that's what we have. I was going to say, you can give that to them here. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's what we have. You can. You can. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, you mentioned some trends and uh, you mentioned the one that stuck. How have these trends changed? How has the pandemic changed? All these trends, everything that you do, because I imagine it's had a okay, massive yeah. influence. Yeah. Well, especially during COVID, the biggest trend that I saw is that people started paying way more attention and attention, I'm sorry, to what is out there digitally. So, you know, we advertise, you know, paper advertising. We are in magazines and whatnot, but we do a lot more advertising now on social media. It is a huge, you know, tactic that reaches the most amount of people. So for the least amount of money. For the least right. amount of money. Right. So, you know, we might spend twenty five hundred dollars on a quarter page ad in the Kentucky visitor guide, which is more than that, but I was just more than that, but that's a good number. <laughs> I was throwing out a figure for you. Um, but if I put that same amount of money into an ad that just went in Kentucky, I mean I could reach like almost 500,000 people, which is way more than what the visitor guide would reach. But on the flip side of that, both of those types of advertising mediums are necessary. They are. We have to be on all the platforms. That's right. We have to be on all of them, not just one. And so of course during COVID too, that's when TikTok boomed. Right. True. And so I was like, we need to get on this platform. So I started a Murray, Kentucky TikTok account and, um, I, what I share on there, I also share on our Instagram. So I'm growing an audience on that platform as well as carrying it over to Instagram. And so the biggest thing that I noticed in an overall trend, so Kayla, obviously her focus is social media and advertising. That's what she does all day long. (laughs) But for me, what I noticed was this, the silver lining to COVID is that it gave small towns an opportunity to shine because people were not wanting to be in big urban areas where there's lots of crowds. Right. So we started getting people foot traffic in our doors that we had never seen before. Demographics. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You would know. You lived through it. Uh, (laughs) Echo Echo would know. She lived through it. So we started getting all sorts of types of people coming in and out of our doors um, that normally wouldn't come to Murray, but they felt safe here because it wasn't crowded. Right. 
smaller and so footprint. The other thing that we noticed too is the drive market, mm-hmm. which people didn't want to get on planes mm-hmm. to travel anywhere. They just would prefer to drive, be in their cars. So we started tailoring our ads to people who are like three or four different four hours away, right? Crazy in different cities, right? So that's what our drive market is. Right. I mean, it's and pre-COVID from, we had dabbled in that, right? And but then not during heavily COVID, focused woo, on it. That's pretty much our entire focus right now. Is wow. drive market. Yep. So do you think yeah. that COVID like really helped? Kind of like as a, I guess like as a silver lining to COVID and all. Do yes. you think that it really helped you guys to be able to promote more through social media and and I think maybe I think we had to get it a little really bit creative. right. I think that we, <laughs> yes. I think that we had an easier time compared to the let's bigger bigger let's say our right. actual yeah. drive markets. Let's say yeah. the Nashville, the mm. St. Louis's of the world. Right. We had a way easier time to find our silver lining than they did. Right. Absolutely. I still think they're struggling to. I mean that's tough. Yeah. Right. They, I mean the repercussions of COVID are endless. <laughs> right. I mean, it was way harder on urban cities than us. Yeah. Way harder. So we're lucky in a sense that, you know, we were obviously hit just as hard, but like the bigger CVBs, they're the ones that are still suffering. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we we've just, kind of come out of it. We've kind of come out of but it. The big ones are still we're struggling. still growing and we're yeah. doing good. And yes. but we had to get really creative. <laughs> I think that is definitely kind of like a, I guess, a perk about being a smaller mm-hmm. uh, CVB in a smaller town is that you can mm-hmm. maybe get on your feet a little we bit can, faster. We did. Oh, yeah. We definitely did. We, we were cut lucky. Everything out of the budget besides the two I know of us. it. I know it. <laughs> yeah. We were, yeah, you know it. I know it. Poor <laughs> yeah. uh, Echo. Uh, but because of that, we bounced back a lot quicker. Yep, that's true. We bounced back yep. a lot quicker. There are bigger CVBs like in Louisville and Lexington that pre-COVID had 40 to 60 staff members and they still are in the 20s. They have not brought back full staff for pre-COVID because they can't. Yeah. yeah. They and can't so just for an it. extreme. So Louisville pre-COVID had a budget around 25 million. Okay. Our budget's like 260,000 a year. Yeah. Their budget's 25 million. That's before COVID. <laughs> wow. They are now down to, I think, 14 or 15 million projected for this year. So that it shows you we are above where we were pre COVID. They are not. Yep. Wow. Right. There you yep. go. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that had anything to do also with just like you guys being able to kind of like plan during COVID maybe a little bit more because you were you were well, more stable. So do, what kind of like plans yeah, did you we were more you stable? You know why? It's because Erin was a Nazi with our budget. She wouldn't even let me spend money I on new paper clips. I would not. I was not need spending them. a dime. We need them. some old that's ones. Right, that's what I did. I was like, we don't need them. You're fine. And um, I did. I just tightened it. And because we only had two staff. Right. As opposed mm-hmm. to 20 plus staff. Right. Um, we were able to do a turnabout quite quickly. And yeah. um, we also were not, you know, when you're in those big urban areas, we were very fortunate here in that, quote, fighting COVID was not as intense as it was for them, mm-hmm. just by population. True. So we literally hunkered down at home for like six weeks. Then we came back to the office really yep. slowly. We yep. spent that entire time writing and writing and doing photos for an entire new website. That's yeah. what we wow. did the entire time so, during COVID. Yeah, so we completely restructured That was our, our COVID baby. Um, that was our COVID baby. <laughs> On top of, that's when we pretty much launched our podcast because we needed- <laughs> Middle of a pandemic. 
pandemic. In the middle of a pandemic, yeah. Um, but it's I mean, a good it was idea, just, though. Well, I mean, we it did was it. just Aaron and I sitting there, like, okay, in my living room. What can we talk? In, yeah, in her <laughs> she'd living come room. over to my living room and she'd feed me. And it was nice to have like a little <laughs> bit of course. some human interaction because yeah, I live by myself. Um, but uh, so we just figured out like what do we need to talk about on the podcast today that is maybe like gets that information out there even further and so while we talk about that the we are the pr quote agency of murray we also talk about the fact that in the pandemic we use the podcast as a platform for locals Mm -hmm. and it kind of has almost stayed that way in a sense yeah we talk about things locally we talk about events going on but that's one of the i guess the pieces of our PR agency that we um, do for locals. So that's kind of what it naturally turned into. Yeah. So we talk about anything that's going on in town, all the events that are going on. And then, of course, if we have big weekends that we are expecting a lot of visitors, we talk about that. Yep. Mm -hmm. And what is your podcast called? It's called Meet Us on Main. Meet Us on Main. Yes. Tune in. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. We love it. You can find us there. You can find us there. Here. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate yeah. that. With a plug. Points to the intern. Points to the intern. Thank Let's you. Do I get a raise? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah. Cool. What else is on your list? Let's go. Um, well, we you guys mentioned just some events. What are some events here in Murray that you guys typically know are going to be big ones to focus on? Things that yeah. you think the locals and people inside. Yeah. Your, you know, you're driving. So our big weekends, visitor wise, are of course if we ever. Have have any ball tournaments Mm -hmm. but they the other ones have to do with what's going on on campus so homecoming Mm -hmm. family weekend summer orientation orientation oh yeah i didn't i thought about the first round because i was like i kind of already knew what the yeah but summer orientation is really big very big student open house in february that's a huge weekend so to think about it like if you know nothing about murray but your child wants to go here you want to explore the community they're going to live in so Mm -hmm. that's where we get they don't just come on campus for summer row. They come all over the right. community. And one of the one of the things that we say too is that you're a visitor first before anything else. That's right. You are a visitor before you're a student. You're a visitor before you're a local. Yeah. You're a visitor before you open a business here. Mm-hmm. That's and how it works. So that's what we focus on. And yeah. that those are big weekends. And then um, farmers, market. farmers Market. Farmers Market is yes. huge. It's we have huge a large us. regional pool, not just of vendors that participate in the Farmers Market, but people that come to our Farmers Market. And we have the best one in the region. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than Paducah's, bigger than Mayfield, bigger than Katie's, bigger than Paris. Ours is the biggest in the region. Yes. And uh, so we have a lot of people that will drive even a distance to come here on Saturdays. Yeah. And at any given time during peak season, which is around June to August time. I mean, there's thousands of people down here. Wow. It's wild. Yeah. I know that's something that like a lot of college students are, are, very, are actually very interested in. I love seeing them so, on Saturdays. Yeah. yeah. So actually we saw this happen like a couple years ago, actually. I would probably say about three years ago, maybe okay. four. Was it that far back? Yeah, you were still in college when we started to really try to connect to the students. It was kind of you, actually, that kind of pushed okay, that. Well, flip true. <laughs> but, true. But when you give that but, to Kayla. Yes. <laughs> well, when Kayla started, like, she came down here and she didn't know any of these things existed. Yeah. And she worked with us all summer and she's like, why don't students know about this? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, and... Uh, 
I hate to admit this, but when I started as an intern, I did not know downtown existed until I came down here and I interviewed for my internship. A lot wow. of people don't still. Yeah. Like, I'll talk to people. Oh, yeah. And they'll be and like, so, I don't know where Muxies is. I don't know where CVB is. I'm so, not hurt. Exactly. That hurts. Yeah. So I truly, I guess, kind of took it upon myself to maybe bridge that gap. You did. And really was did. like, we need to connect with the students a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And right. so that's when we started our student series on the blog. And one of the articles that we wrote was dorm friendly meals that you with ingredients Ooh. you can find at the farmer's market. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It and was very so popular. I was going to say, I bet that was, was a big hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it kind of boomed on social media, which is wow. great. And then it was like, after that is when we really started to see a lot more of our students coming down mm-hmm. and they would come down and they get fresh produce and they take pictures and it was just, it was fun to see. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of how that whole thing came about. So the mm-hmm. farmer's market has really evolved in the past few years. On top of that, we started doing fam tours. Okay, fan oh, tours yes. in the tourism fan world. Tours. It's called this a familiar is like specialty. <laughs> <laughs> she loves doing I know. these. Mm, I wish I could do them on the big level, but we're just not there yet. So, <laughs> fan tours shoo. are called familiarization tours, and in the tourism world, that can be a like a tour bus full of visitors. It can be mm-hmm. a tour bus full of travel writers. It can be a press. tour bus full of press. Yep. It can be a tour bus full of people that are meeting planners. Okay, so it's called a fam tour, and the idea of the fam tour is you, as the CVB person or the local gets on the bus with them and you take them on a tour of your community. You show them the attractions, you show them the food, you show them the sites in hopes that they either plan a meeting back, they write a story about you, you get press about it. That's the whole idea. Well, we started working in Marcy's Hinton classes pre-COVID and we started doing fam tours. Well, I always talk about when we got down to the court square, to me, the best hidden gem for students for breakfast is Rudy's. Correct. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. Echo eats there a lot. I love Um, it. I love their breakfast. I love their breakfast on Saturday mornings. And then you go to the farmer's market. Mm -hmm. And I think it's great. And Mm -hmm. so I just kept talking about how you can get a really good, yummy, home-cooked meal. Or breakfast there for pie. Real cheap. Real cheap. That's right. Pie. Pie. All the pie. pie. Oh, my gosh. And so what has started happening is if these days, if you walk into Rudy's on Saturday morning, it's full of college kids. And I love it. It's Mm -hmm. great. It's Especially so at like the it. 10 o'clock hour. Yes, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Maybe not at It's maybe not at Friday night shenanigans. Yes. <laughs> More like definitely. 10, maybe not 8. But it's just really great to see. Yeah. Love seeing that yeah, on we Saturdays love and Sundays. That. I mean, just seeing our community connect with the students even more is right. fulfilling for us. Yeah, it's I would pretty say. cool. That's pretty cool. So those are some things that have like trended and happened over the years yeah. mm-hmm. locally. Absolutely. You mentioned those fam tours. What are some other things you guys like to hit when you go on fam tours that you okay. think are always? Well, downtown is always one. Obviously. Uh, we like to take them into the park. We like sure. to show off Playhouse in the park, mm-hmm. um, where the dog park is. That's right. Um, where all the ball fields are. Anything that the students might, just like you guys said, might not know is beyond the campus, beyond 12th Street. So we try right. to show them beyond. On 12th Street. Uh, one thing we always point out is Dairy Queen because we cannot forget about that. <laughs> that local That's, tradition. Yes. It is. Yes. I mean, blew my mind. I, but like, okay, I'm not kidding you when I tell you anytime I post anything about DQ, it like blows up. It, Organically. It, it's like you don't even have to put money behind it. It's insane. 
Yeah, it's because our that tradition is so beloved by our and locals, strong, or and it is deep. strong. Oh there is nothing breaking oh it. God, it's so deep. So we always show them the DQ just by the off chance that maybe someone doesn't know about it. I, right. That would that would really that would really. I mean, I know I've lived here my whole life, but it's I mean, you would, it's very it's you, right there. Actually, yeah. you would be surprised. People that maybe are from Illinois or Missouri oh. or Indiana don't. They're I mean, like, they just see the Dairy Queen, but I they, know, they no. don't they understand don't know it. They're like, why is this a tradition? Yeah, I came from out of state. I came from out of state. And then yeah. like, I was I was covering a, a story. I was recapping a, a baseball story. I was like watching uh, the game there in the press box. And then one of the, the assistant athletic director was like, oh my gosh, it's today's the day it reopens. We got to get March down 1st. to March 1st. I was, no, like, yeah. I was like, I don't. What are you, You're like, was, what does I, that mean? I don't get it. And then I saw it on opening day the following year. And I was like, oh my yeah, God. It's oh, insane. Yeah. There was one year that I specifically highlighted it on our social media or on our Insta stories mm-hmm. and I took it I dragged an intern with me and it was like 30 something degrees and there was still a line doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't it matter. does it not doesn't matter, matter if matter. it is 30 degrees outside or 80 degrees there is still a line there on March, on 1st. March 1st and October, and October 31st, 31st. Mm-hmm. and it's, frankly it usually is 30 degrees let's be yeah. honest the weather <laughs> is, I mean, it's always cold it's always we were lucky cold. this year because it was had, sunny it was, it was nice. sunny yeah. and it was warm and but it was nice. yeah so I mean that's just one of those crazy things we talk about on a fam tour that from an outsider's perspective they don't understand the importance mm-hmm. but we try to talk about it and point it out yeah mm-hmm. uh, we always talk about where the farmer's market is located right it's, it's down on the downtown square during the summers and it's really awesome mm-hmm. um, we also show them a few like I take them up Olive Boulevard yeah Olive Street. So on Olive Street, that's where a lot of our historic homes are. And there's two homes. There are two homes that I love on the tour and they are right next to each other. And they are houses that were purchased from the Sears catalog in the 19, I think in the 1940s or 50s, Mm -hmm. you could buy, quote, an entire kit, an entire home kit, (laughs) and they would send you every nail, every piece of wood that you would need. And those homes were purchased from the Sears catalog and built there next to each other. Yeah, that's crazy. I know, isn't that cool? I don't even know. I just love that. I live here. You know the two houses yeah. on Olive. There's yeah, the yellow one and the blue oh, one. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm not crazy. That yep. was, those are the ones. They okay, are. Cool. And so they yeah, were built from the beautiful. Sears catalog. And That's I just, so cool. I know. Isn't that a really cool thing? And um, not very many not very many communities around here still have those standing. Mm-hmm. So it's always a really neat I'd thing to talk I'd love to build my home from a Sears catalog. I know. This sounds great. Literally, essentially, like the doors, the windows, the nails, like the stuff for the roof, like the whole kit came. That blows my mind. That's insane. I know. Yeah. So like what what aspect of the tourism industry do you think has benefited Murray the most? Or like what do you think you guys do that has like benefited Murray and has made it a place that people would want to come and besides besides like the college, that is like a drawing factor. Because that is a big draw for us. Yeah. The the thing that you have to remember, so a tourism office, a lot of what we do is not tangible. But just like Kayla said, what we show the outsiders mm-hmm. about the inside of Murray, we show them the quality of life, mm-hmm. that and we show them the quality of life, what we have to offer, what it means to live here, and the cost of living. The cost of living is significantly lower with a mm-hmm. huge payout mm-hmm. in compared to a larger city, mm-hmm. even compared to Paducah, which is yep. just 40 minutes away. Right. So what we do is a form of economic development. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not in the same sense that, you know, Mark Manning brings in a massive factory, mm-hmm. but just like Kayla said, when Mark is bringing in those high level industry people, they're a visitor first. Mm-hmm. They yes. have to see our quality of life. And if we aren't putting the quality of life on display, 
how do they know to come here in the first place? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's subtle, but it is. really important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, you know, we tell people all the time, like our locals don't see that. Because they're not supposed to. No, they're not supposed to. They live here. They live here. Right. Our our goal is to reach they make us look good though. Here, but they make <laughs> us look good, and so that's one thing that we really do hang our hat on is the community that we have here. So anybody that does visit us, that's one of the things that they feel the most. That's why our tagline is "Feels like home" because you automatically feel like home. I mean, when you got when you stepped foot on campus. Yeah. What did you I feel? Did. No, like? it, it felt it felt right at home. I come from a tiny um, population. One thirty seven is on the sign. Oh wow! Yeah. So like when I, I came to Murray, I was like, "This is the big city for me." But <laughs> oh my but, god! But yeah, no, for real, that's wow. not. I came on. I was like, I know, like in my head, everybody okay, got it, got it. Small city, but it's a big city for Simon. But it did feel there were aspects of it that did feel yeah. like the rural cow pasture country home that sure. I came yeah, from. Yeah. And you're like, and I didn't have to look very hard no, for you it. Don't. it. It did like truly. Like that's not for pomp and circumstance. <laughs> yeah. That's for my. Personal experience. Yeah, I love I mean, the city. You're welcomed with open arms. Absolutely. And that's one thing that we always hope that our students feel when they're visiting campus. That's what we always hope that our visitors feel when, mm-hmm. you know, they're even just driving through and they're meeting right. some of the locals. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a big piece. Yeah. All right. Any other questions that you guys have for us? <laughs> Pop yeah, them out. I'm just trying to figure out. Uh, not, not. <laughs> Not really in particular. I can't help. Okay, so this is, again, coming from the, the small town and being an outsider, out of state, all these things. There's yeah. so much I didn't know about Murray when I came in. And it wasn't until midway through my sophomore year that I heard anybody say anything. Well, that's not true. It wasn't until my sophomore year where I had to figure out what land between the lakes was. Oh, yeah. Can you guys, like, just touch on that for a little sure, bit? Yeah. Just because cause sure. when I came on, I heard people were talking about all the time, like, what is the hullabaloo <laughs> about land between the lakes? And then I saw it and was like, got it. Sure. It took yeah, me long enough. It's fabulous. Yes, no, it's, it's, it's so much it's to do. Great. That should it just be so the one much. answer. It's fabulous. But what, yeah, is that, what does that mean to you guys? What do you Just think go. that should mean for visitors? Yeah, so LBL is a big attraction for us, actually, outside of, you know, having the university in Murray. LBL is right in our backyard. And, I mean, it truly is land between two different lakes. It's 146,000 acres of wild national wildlife reserve. Yeah. And so you can't commercialize it. You're not going to find Wi-Fi. You're not going to have cell phone service. No, you're definitely not going to have cell phone service. Learn that hard way. (laughs) It is a place that you can escape to and enjoy the outdoors, but still be close to a city feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure can. And there's There's trails. There's hiking, biking, fishing, boating, four wheel trails. There's four wheeling trails, right? Yep. Four wheeling trails. I feel like, yeah. Creek. Yep. Yes. Um, And then, of course, you have the Elk and Bison Prairie, which that's one of our favorites. And we tell the Elk and Bison Prairie. It's $5 worth of entertainment that lasts you all afternoon. Just $5. And you can make as many rounds as you want to see the Elk and Bison at any given time during the year. She had a baby bison liquor um, vehicle like about a month ago. Was was, it about a month ago? It was crazy. (laughs) Baby bison came up and was like licking her. So close, and my windows were down, and I was like, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. She almost started yeah, this. It was, it was pretty great. It was pretty great. But I mean, <laughs> we like to tell our visitors too to go check it out because when you are driving your car through the gates, it's like you're driving up to like Jurassic Park. It really feels like it, but and no the dinosaurs. Gate, the gate, like, <laughs> it's just elk and bison, and it's just it does. It feels like you're going into Jurassic Park. Right. I love it. Uh, and so no, there's an elk is also in the Bison Prairie. If you're lucky you'll catch a red fox deer oh, deer. oh, oh, oh yeah. my gosh so many places yeah. 
yeah. so much wildlife there. I mean, so I much love wildlife. Going there. Five dollars of entertainment that yeah. last all yeah. afternoon. Yeah, and I again, like I said, you know, all you have, you can just circle as many times as you want. Right, and it's absolutely wonderful. And so they also have the nature station. Mm-hmm. And so within LBL, they the whole idea is to preserve nature and the habitats for this area. So there's lots of eagles, mm-hmm. like I said, red fox, owls, all snakes, spiders. If that's your jam. Yeah, that's <laughs> not not Kayla's jam. jam. But at the nature, at the nature station, they, um, that is where they house animals that have been hurt in LBL, but they can't be released back into the wild. Mm -hmm. Like they just now their newest, I don't want to say attraction, but their newest exhibit, maybe it is a female bald eagle. Her wing was injured and she'll never be able to fly again. So they can't release her back into the wild because she can't take care of herself. Mm -hmm. So they have owls, foxes, all of those types of things that have made their home in the nature station. And they talk about them. They have classes. You can pet the snakes if you want to pet a snake. I mean, Kayla doesn't want to pet a snake. I will appreciate them from afar. Thank you. Uh, Super fun place to go as a kid. I remember we'd we'd go to LBL all the time. Oh my gosh, it's wonderful. Run them them down, run them till they're tired. Maybe maybe nature isn't like your thing like mine. That's not my thing. I love love the Elk and Bison Prairie. I love the nature station. I also love that there are so many like nooks and crannies and they're marked well with brown signs where you can like go and take a picnic and there's picnic tables and you don't have to like stay the night in camp like Kayla. Yeah. You can, you can be like me. I'm giving you a look. (laughs) You can like take a picnic and eat and just enjoy nature for like a few hours if that's really, Mm -hmm. so I really think Or you can enjoy it for an entire weekend if you really want to if that's true. True they have so there's some playgrounds there too, like yeah. and the planetarium. Oh, yeah, we yeah, always we didn't even talk about the planetarium. Well, yeah. The planetarium. I love is going there. Actually, really cool because the visitor center right there that's attached to it. Mm-hmm. It gives you the history of this area. Right. It has like yeah. a walkthrough, like a whole exhibit that you can go through that yeah, talks about it's really how LBL was created. Mm-hmm. And then um, the planetarium itself is awesome. So they do shows all about, you know, obviously space, the stars, anything that you can see from LBL. Right. And which, let me tell you again, I'm talking no commercialization. When it gets dark at night, it is it's dark, dark at night. And so they talk all about what you can see. And then they also do really cool shows in the summer. They do a laser light show yes. to um, Pink Floyd music the Beatles <laughs> oh, yeah. Aerosmith wow it's so cool. they do those on the weekends in the summer so they do a laser light show and it's pretty cool yeah so yeah, yeah. and we're excited because in March is when they've pretty much opened everything yeah so everything yeah everything will be open I think April 1 so this weekend like everything opened yeah. up for the season I think the other thing that we need to highlight is the 1850s working farm oh say so like, like, like the home place, place. Home place we is, didn't even talk about the home place there's so much to, to talk about <laughs> I know it's right like, it's a whole hours. podcast about Land between the lakes within itself. Oh, it really could be. You really could make it a whole podcast. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But the home place is really neat because they are keeping up the farm Mm -hmm. like you would in the 1800s. Yeah. Yeah. 1800s. They dress in. I was going to say, don't they dress up? Yes. Yes. They're dressed attire for that time period. You can make candles. You have like. They they're do sitting apple there, they're making in the fall. Yes. They might be skinning wow. a sheep. Yeah, they do all sorts or of shearing. things. Honey, I've seen them shear a sheep before. <laughs> they're not I think sometimes the they make butter, but we I just don't got think real dark real quick. I'm sorry. They're not skinning the sheep. They are shearing the sheep. Got a little dark. So sorry. So, yeah, I mean, look at that. That was like, what, five or six places we talked about, and not even in great detail? No. Yeah. Yeah. 
And if you want to rough love- it too, there's like I've been out there kayaking uh, yes, through they ha- random, oh, random yes. places. Um, they I have also know. what's called again for those people like Kayla. They have what's called <laughs> primitive camping, which is yeah. just beyond me. <laughs> which is but, like <laughs> you know backwoods, <laughs> no like civilization, no at electricity, all hook up, nothing. No, like, or no you electricity. Just go no to like bathrooms. Sugar Bay. Mm-hmm. Could it, yeah, camp, camp, camp Sugar Bay. I think do they have electricity? They might have electricity. No, I don't no, think they that's do. Primitive. No, I that's primitive. Swim. That's just an open field. Yeah, it's, it's not. Just, it's just, just no open field pitch a tent. That no. you're is by yourself. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Bring but I mean, we love it's nice. We love having LBL right in our backyard. It's our entrance is 15 minutes away, right over the bridge. Wow. Yeah. And what's funny is like I hear every time just about every time when we talk to students their freshman year all of you included Kayla when she was a student at Echo U2 well you did live here so it might have been a little different yeah. but it's until your sophomore year that you don't seem to discover what's beyond 12th right. street you spend your freshman year just trying to keep it together yeah. trying to go to class but trying inevitably to life yeah. in general. it's your sophomore year when you're like oh hey mm-hmm. <laughs> there's some other cool stuff around here right. like, yeah it always seems to be sophomore year yep. sophomore year before yep. you get wow. I mean it wasn't until sophomore year where I discovered it, it, it makes yeah. sense it makes sense yeah but it just cracks me up sophomore year mm-hmm. that's like the indicator yeah. it's so funny yeah, yeah. It is. Cool. anything else for you guys well how else do you think like Murray caters to like it's college population besides like having like LBL and we have the farmer's market and we have a bunch of restaurants but what else do you think that Murray really brings I think it goes back to even what it does for like someone that's a retirement age. Mm-hmm. I think that um, if you are a college student and you're coming here, it's the affordability mm-hmm. for the quality yeah. that you get. That yeah. is huge. Your cost of living is so is drastically true. different. Um, and my undergrad at UK, even back in the early 2000s, cost me twice as much as what it cost me to live in Murray now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Even back just, in the early 2000s. Even back in the early 2000s. Wow. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Holy smoke. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's really expensive. I paid a thousand dollars a month in rent. That was in the early two thousands. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Kayla no, pays a you. lot less than that for an apartment now for two people. That's yeah. what I paid as one wow. person. Right. So the cost of living is huge. Um, it's something that I notice that I don't know that students always maybe appreciate until they're like, I want to go to Nashville. I graduated, and you're like, girl, I hope you got a good job. You're gonna be broke. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's we've all know. said it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I. I think that that is a really important piece to why actually students, they don't realize it, but maybe why they're happy here and why it's easy to be here is because of the cost of living. Yep. Yeah. And you don't realize it until you live here, until you leave here. <laughs> until you try to and go you somewhere go else. To a big city like Nashville. And you're like, oh gosh, I miss Murray. <laughs> Man, just right. driving through Nashville is Yeah, you're like, I'm like, I really ah. appreciate living in a small town. Sure. Trying to get I mean, to the if you, let's say you're hypothetically a student that lives off campus. Maybe you don't live on campus. You can drive home in the middle of the day if you have an hour or two hour break, eat your lunch, take a nap, and then come back for your afternoon classes. You can't do that in bigger cities. No. It it's takes true. you 45 it's minutes. True sometimes truly to cross campus on a yeah on a good day on a good day you're right and you don't have to fight i know around here the joke is you got to fight for parking actually you really don't have to fight for parking it's a perception it's a perception you really don't it is all all it's all relative Um, but really (laughs) students have it really great Mm -hmm. and i think it's when they graduate and go away and they're like oh man oh i kind of miss murray a little bit and so a lot of times they come back home which is why our homecoming weekend is huge 
huge. There are a it's lot of huge. alumni. It is a big deal. It is People a, it is a big deal. book their hotel rooms a year, a year oh, out. They do. Yes. Like I can tell you That's right crazy. now, if I was to call our hoteliers this morning, they would tell me homecoming weekend's already booked. Oh yeah. That's well, and it is crazy. It's we crazy. also Holy try because summer oh I mean you're obviously admitted and you're scheduling your classes and you're trying to figure out campus live and we try to tell the parents especially during that weekend like get your hotel room now for family weekend because family weekend is huge as well if you wait until the end of the summer they're going to be in rooms left that's awesome and the same for homecoming like there aren't going to be anything left so you need to do it now yeah and they kind of look at us strangely and like no I'm not like I'm not kidding no like you we're dead serious (laughs) I always know when it's coming around I mean town Mm -hmm. gets crazy it does. For, for how crazy you oh, know it America does. can get. I'm it really like, does. Like wow. for family weekend and homecoming, things start happening on Thursday yep. before the yeah. weekend even gets here. And you're like, okay, must be uh, homecoming. <laughs> okay, don't go out to eat. No. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go to work when it's homecoming. I'm, I'm sure. Like, I'm, I'm going to call off. That's right. <laughs> I, can't, I can't work through this anymore. It's intense. It is. It's intense. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of looking forward, um, how do you guys see or have you noticed any kind of industry trends maybe changing Mm -hmm. or like how do you guys kind of have a look forward to how things are going to be in the next couple of years and like things that you're kind of planning for? Yeah. So through COVID, um, we saw a big trend where people realized the value of traveling and realized the value of spending time with your family mm-hmm. because you never know when something like this is going to happen. You True. never know when family isn't going to be around anymore. And so experiences are a really big thing. Uh, that's one thing that I'm personally working on is developing um, a series of experiences that our visitors can do while they're here that encourages them to stay for like one or two extra days and create something those, they can take home with them some, and something that they can create those memories and take home with them and then tell their family, tell their friends like, Hey, this is what I did in Murray. And it was actually really cool. And instead of figuring out that visitors are wanting more than just eating and drinking in the local bar. Yep. Right. They're wanting at this, they want to get hands on. They They want to immerse themselves in the community. They want to learn the local stories. And that's what we're working on behind the scenes. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's kind of our next big thing. Mm -hmm. Or it's really Kayla's baby. That is really Kayla's. (laughs) That is Kayla's project that she's really working on and what's funny is everybody that's listening I'm sure they're like we don't have anything like that actually we do mm-hmm. like you can take a cooking class with Shanna she has them once a month down at Fit Meals yes. down at Maple Street Market yep. you cook the meal you eat the meal together as a group you take home the recipe cards with you so you have recipes homemade recipes from Murray Kentucky of something you can make back in your home mm-hmm. Muddy Waters has the candle making yep you can just walk yeah. in at any time and make yourself a candle that's right cool. that's did you know that that is I nothing about that wow so you can make your candle label it and it's something that you made while you were here in murray visiting your family or friends or with your significant other we have a um yarn shop right here on the corner Mm -hmm. in our downtown red bug called Mm -hmm. red bug and they do knitting classes or if you just have knitting material you can walk in at any time sit down at the table with the ladies drink some coffee and just chat and work on Mm -hmm. your project so on the weekends especially is when they do their little classes that last three or four hours and you can take home sometimes it's a hat sometimes you're crocheting sometimes you're knitting it's socks and you take home something that you made while you were here in murray one thing i'll give a gear up cycles plug Mm -hmm. Because Echo's Echo's dad, uh, he organizes a group 
ride every Saturday, Saturday. when the weather's really nice. Aww. And so if you have a bike that you bring with you, you can join the group ride for you free. Nothing. Right. Yeah. And explore the they county. They go all over the they county. They even go into oh, yeah. LBL. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Mer- uh, Gear Up Cycles has like a ton of they do. big biking events that they they'll do, do they every do. year. They do. Um, and so yeah. also, I know that the cyclists on Saturdays a lot will drive past our barn quilts, which is a huge yes. attraction for us. And so they're beautiful. And so they drive past the quilts that are on the different barns throughout the county. So, I mean, really, I mean, how can you go wrong? Come stay here yeah. for a weekend. Exactly. That's <laughs> true. I mean, like I said, there are those experiences just kind of scattered all throughout Murray and that's mm-hmm. one thing that we are really working on highlighting. Right. So bigger in this instance, bigger is not always better. So no. like I said, I think it's the small town time to shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, true. That's what we're trying to do. True. Uh, what about what about the Murray Art Guild? How do you think that that... <laughs> you know, I'm a huge fan the, of the, the Art artist, Guild. The They're like my favorite. Oh, I love, love the Art them. Guild. Debbie over there. Debbie's She's amazing. She's one of our dear friends. Oh, gosh. The Art Guild's awesome. Uh, the Art Guild. They also have experiences on Thursdays, you know, um, once a month, Crafter After Hours, mm-hmm. and you can make a craft, everything from watercolor painting. They just recently had um, someone that did botanicals come in to do watercolors. You can do bookmaking. Paper making, homemade paper. Shibori. Yes, Shibori. Oh, and I know they're constantly coming up with different. And I don't know if you even saw this, Kayla, on Wednesday nights, once a month, you can go in and do adult coloring where they have like the really cool coloring. Debbie does that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how cool is that? I know. I know. So I love the Art Guild. They welcome students. Mm -hmm. They have all sorts of classes you can take. Mm -hmm. And again, you can take home what you make. It's Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter your level. Nope. Debbie, if she's listening to this, would laugh. Yeah. (laughs) Because I am not the creative person, but boy, she makes it easy and she walks you through and she just makes you feel good about yourself. Yes, she does. (laughs) She's very warm. She's very cathartic. It is. It's It's so great. It's like going to therapy. That's a good word for it. It is. Comforting. It is. is. Yeah. So, yeah, we love our art guild. Big fans of our art guild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah. Wow, we've talked, I feel like we've talked yeah. y'all's heads off. <laughs> no, I can't. Um, I think we've covered just about everything. I really like that all the things that you talked about, the visitors and like students need to see are all about like hands-on stuff, stuff yes. you can mm-hmm. take back. That's such a great reflection of Murray State University. Yeah. They, yep. They're all about get your hands-on opportunities right, right. Yeah. here. That's right. That's what and we take do. Take that back with you when you go to the workplace mm-hmm. or whatever. I think that's really cool. But, yeah. Um, I don't think that we have anything else oh, in particular awesome. that we need to cover. Well, thank you guys. Okay. That was fun. Thank you guys. We really appreciate you ladies. Sure. Of course. That's what we're here for. Anytime. Thanks. We so awesome. much. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much.